You're listening to TJ Talks. All right, good afternoon. Welcome to TJ Talks. I am your host, Judd, and with me, as always, is Teresa. Hey. Hi, Judd. How are you? I am doing well. Ah, man, it's been uh, two weeks since our last podcast. I know. I know. Long time. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, well, you know, life happens, but we are back on track. And um, right. or if we do have a hiatus next time, we will post something to let you guys know that we are... Uh, taking just a, a short break, but uh, we are back and we'll be for the foreseeable future looking at a bunch of good shows coming up. You bet. Well, it's not like there was any shortage of things to talk about while we weren't here, but I guess we should just talk about the most current stuff. Yeah. So today on the show, we have uh, at least three things that I believe we're going to talk about. We may talk about other stuff as it goes. That's knowing th- us. Knowing <laughs> us. It's crazy. So uh, some of the things we do want to talk about. Of course, is the earthquake tsunami in Japan. How can we ignore that? Not possible. Right. Um, let's see. I believe we have some other things, such as uh, Charlie Sheen. Maybe Ugh. Maybe we'll talk. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I don't know. Do we owe him any more of his 15 minutes of destruction? But, <laughs> yeah, we should dish a little bit about it. Just a little dish in his direction. Right. Okay. Very good. And then um, – Let's see, what else? Of course, the Apple iPad 2 came out just, uh, was that just last week, really? Yeah. Last week. Yeah, I think so. No, March 2nd, right? So a week and a half ago. A week, week and a half. We could talk yeah. a little bit about that and what we think. And how we're not bothered by the fact that we don't have the new one. We still have the old one. We're yes. not bothered at all. We have the old one, yes. Oh, well, right? Right. But right. It's all good. It's fine. Actually, it really is fine, but we can talk about that when we get there. Yeah, we can definitely talk about that. Anything else that we can think of? Well, you know, we kind of talked about talking about our e-clutter, and email clutter, and our, I don't know, in general, like I have devices now, my iPad, my phone, my, my computer, where it's all loaded with messages and data and stuff, and, and how do we get rid of that or purge that or do you or what do you do with it? So mm-hmm. we should talk about that because that's, that's a good topic. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go ahead, just like we've done in the past. I'm going to try to keep us on track because we, we have limited amount of time and we have things going on in our busy lives. Mm-hmm. And we know you guys do too. So uh, we're going to go ahead. And I'm starting my, my, my little timer here. Oh, good for you. That's okay. smart. Okay. So we got uh, six minutes on the clock. Here we go. <laughs> six minutes to talk about the world's worst disaster I, ever. Great. I know. Well, if we go over, hey. <laughs> Right. You'll, you'll be disqualified in true Toastmasters fashion. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, in all seriousness, it's just been so horrific, all the news and all the everything. And I've actually had to go into a little bit of a personal news shutdown. I can't, I almost can't listen to it anymore. So I haven't heard much today. What What's melted down today? You know, uh, it's interesting because I have friends online that are from the Navy who I spent you know right. time on submarine. They were nuclear engineers and they're doing some chat. And uh, just, uh, you know, everything you hear, and I'm friends now with a scientist that is really into all this geological survey stuff, and she posts a lot of information I've been reading. Um, So I'm, you know, you're you're reading about this. And the first thing I saw, and and let's go back to day one. As soon Mm -hmm. as this tsunami hit, the earthquake hit, 
and I knew all this destruction was happening, I said to myself, this is going to be the biggest economic disaster besides personal disaster in the world. Right. You know, this is bigger than 9-11. This is bigger than Katrina. And uh, some people say, well, Katrina was more was more destructive. I'm not so sure. Well, Katrina didn't leak any radioactive material. So I think we've got, you know, they've got that up on Katrina. But yes, Katrina was horrible, but not like this. Right. But you know what? I mean, this is like a whole country. Yes. Uh, Devastating. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've been on the New York Times. There's a couple other websites that are showing Google Maps of the Earth. But you can actually swipe back and forth between before and after. Right. It's like taking, you know, like opening up a window and closing the window. And it shows you the before and after. And it's just like you can watch how there were zillions of houses. And then as you slide it over, you can watch the the houses go disappear off your screen. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is, you know, the whole the whole land shifted nine feet or two and a half meters, whatever that is. I yeah. mean, that's that's huge. And of course, being on the other side of the rim of fire from them, thinking, okay, well, that nine feet's got to get made up for somewhere or somehow. When is it going to trickle down to our side? And I know that earthquake science doesn't work that way, or if there even is earthquake science, but it does make you ponder: when's the next shift going to happen? Well, you know, it's funny because Heidi. The day before that earthquake, she tweeted and said, did you feel the earthquake? I, I remember that. Yes. And so I, I don't know if she and I don't remember us having one here, but I wasn't home at that moment. So I don't know what happened. So, I mean, it's almost like a shot heard around the world that in that Pacific Rim, you know, in California, there was definitely some tectonic movement. Right. And it's a, they call it the Pacific Rim of Fire for a reason. You know, it is an active, right. it is all active land. I mean, so, um, as far as the nuclear elements of it go, my friend seems to think that it's just poor design, poor, poor design of a power plant. Well, these are, okay, I just read something mm-hmm. nominal about, uh, these are like plants Go ahead and say that one more time. I read somewhere that these are like type two plant plants, and they're a little bit older. And yeah. now type three plants wouldn't have this same problem. I, I I don't know all the distinctions there, but and I don't know how old these plants are. And people are saying that it's still in defense of nuclear power. That this you know that this worst case scenario for all the benefit that the nuclear power can bring with even safer uh, places to do it that we need to still consider this, you know, I, I don't know what your take on that is. Well, well, here's the thing I went to see on a submarine. Uh, all the submarines that go to sea these days have nuclear power plants on it. Right. That we have a bunch of, them. Right. we got bunches yeah. of them that are actively running around the ocean and in the ocean. Uh, it doesn't sit on land on some stable platform where it's very consistent in what happens. On the submarine, I guarantee you, they run drills on that power plant. They go, they slam those rods right into there. They go, you know, scram their reactors. The this, you know, they're up in high seas. They have to go, you know, up and down. They're doing rolls. They're doing crazy stuff. I mean, that reactor is actually moving. It's subject yeah. to movement. So yeah. that design is not getting altered or, or is not problematic. So how can we replicate that here on dry land? Well, you would think that the safeties and the design 
even if it's not the same plant, but the design safeties that are built into these naval nuclear power plants, which are tested beyond, you know, capability that, you know, because they're designed to not, you know, do this sort of thing under, under real pressure. Right. You know, they're not designed to break. Um, You would think that the civilian power plants would look at that and go, you know what? That's what we call safety. And that's what we need. We need to do that. Well, it's horrible. I I feel for all those people. Um, The fact that the rest of the country is still doing like, you know, things in Tokyo are kind of getting back to normal or whatever, I think is a great testament to the kind of the will of the people to carry on and move forward. And I, I know they'll, they'll obviously rebuild what they can. It's just that dev- that level of devastation on an island, in theory, that is that small. I, I don't know, like, what do they do with all the debris? Oh, yeah. Well, they're yeah. definitely going to be doing a lot of reconstruction. And, uh, you know, uh, talking about e- economics, someone was saying, oh, well, this is going to be a real economic boom for them because they got to spend all this you know, money to reconstruct. And I'm thinking, well, you know what? That money has to come from somewhere. Somewhere, exactly. You know? And the people that need the reconstruction don't have the money because they're the ones who are out everything. I mean, well, everything is lost. Well, you have insurance. Right. But where does insurance get its money from? They don't They don't really run insurance companies thinking they're going to pay out like this. this well, is, yeah. This, this is, is, gonna is devastating work. to an insurance company. Is, I don't know whoever's yeah. going to be able to afford that. Yeah. You know and, and talking about insurance companies, this brings up a great uh, a controversial topic, which is mm-hmm. AFLAC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I, I was just going to say, yeah, isn't AFLAC the number one insurer in Japan? That's I, You know, I read that. And that's yes. why – that's the reason why they dumped uh, – Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey, his tsunami of bad taste. Tsuna- yeah, tsunami of bad taste. His jokes were, but you know, here's the funny thing about Gilbert Godfrey, and not to be in this total defense, because I think that his jokes were in bad timing. Right. But the as far as bad taste go, yes, except for the fact that he is a comedian of bad taste. Yes, he's at every celebrity roast. That's what he does: is make fun of things in a painful way. It, that's his shtick. That is, I mean, you know that. I mean, I don't know right. how Disney feels because he, he's done voices for Disney. So are they? Right. Are they pulling? You better get your copy of Aladdin quick because it's going to be pulled. <laughs> Not, but I'm. You know, he did Iago the parrot. Oh, I know, but yes. You know, that's I'm, who he was. I'm trying to remember what his character was. Yes, that's it exactly. You know, I got, well, his voice is so iconic. I mean, he does voiceovers not just for the Affleck Duck, all kinds of commercials. Just it seems like every time you turn around, you you hear his voice. And, so, and my thought is is that they Affleck went the wrong direction from a PR standpoint of dumping Gilbert Godfrey mm. because they're they became news in a bad way. Right. And I think what they should have done was just asked for Gilbert to publicly apologize, mm-hmm. which he did. Right. And move on. Yeah. I think and, you're right. I and think forget they about brought, it. Yeah. They, they made it worse by firing him for making bad, making comments that were in extreme bad taste. Well, um, well here's the yeah. other part. He is so associated with their company that – and to say that nobody is, uh, in, you know, indispensable, but you know what they need, they're going to, they can't get another duck. Right. 
it's always going to compare to the Gilbert Gottfried deck. You're he, right. He is the duck. So yeah. you, you know what you do? You go get something completely different than Affleck duck. You go get whatever else it is. You know, wow. go, you, you go, you go steal either the Taco Bell dog or the a Geico gecko, you know, because he's it. I yeah. Mean, I mean, could you imagine if the Geico gecko uh, did this, the guy who does that voice did the same thing? Huh. That's just funny to think about. First of all, um, no, I can't. I just can't imagine it. And I can't imagine them being able to replace that iconic brand logo with the, anything else. They've built it. Yes. And, and now they're going to dump it. Because yeah. because the guy who does the voice, it would be like Mickey Mouse going, you know, F you, Goofy. I mean. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I used to work for Aflac. So did really? um, wow. I did, yeah. yes, wow. and got my insurance license just to work for them. Wow. And I, they're not a bad company. It just it didn't work out for me. Okay. <laughs> a lot of jobs have that story. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, the duck is ingrained into everything that they do and have there. So to rid themselves of Gilbert Gottfried, who's synonymous with it, it's a real shot in the foot for them because I don't know how they're going to get over that. It's very interesting. Yeah, I think they're they're in bad shape with that. Uh, but going back, let's go back to Japan and their problems. I really do feel very sorry for the, the whole country, the people there. You know, I, I wish them uh, well in their reconstruction and and everything. And it's still going on. It's, it's a bad time. And, oh yeah. And, and I understand it from experiencing both earthquakes living in California, although I never experienced anything quite that bad. But here, right. in, here in Florida, with um, with hurricanes, once we had three come through uh, in one season while I lived here, and, right. I, and I do understand the evacuations and all of the stuff that goes on, and and watching places get rebuilt. So, because we had a lot of roofs blow off houses, still. Not nearly as bad as that tsunami. I'm, I'm not going to try to say it's the same. Yeah, you're right. And and we've been hearing here in California just, you know, a lot the last couple of days that, A, we can't have that kind of earthquake here, so we wouldn't have that. Uh-huh. Although it doesn't really matter what kind of earthquake it is. If it's big enough and long enough, it's going to do sustained damage. But And then, of course, the tsunami danger for where we are inland here is not imminent maybe for the coastal areas it would be but still even then it's a different there's a different layout we wouldn't be as damaged that way so but you know what leave it to hollywood they're gonna come out with a destroy la uh movie i'm sure well they already have that battle battleground la or oh, is whatever that what it is, is? is number that what one at the be? box office last weekend yes exactly. is that exactly what it was about well but no it's about aliens attacking us oh. Oh, so okay. yeah but still, L.A. is going down one way or the other in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just easy to do. You know, and they'll do an That's earthquake right. off the side and watch a big wave. You know, every, right. every way you can destroy a city. And, you know, they talk about you know, the, the, uh, the Slate magazine has already ran a story because of the Gilbert Godfrey thing about jokes uh, regarding big disasters. And that's what they're they're just kind of saying, you know, that's just how people deal with this emotion that's beyond, you know, you just go, you know what? It's just so screwed up that, you know, we, yeah. When you can't process it mentally, when you can't make sense of it, you have to make fun of it and it's not in good taste, but it is a way that humans react to situations like this. So I understand it. It, I mean, here's the weird thing is that I don't know how much time you can put between an event 
and when it's okay to make a joke about it. I mean, I still think jokes about Lincoln's assassination are pretty much in bad taste. So I don't know that ever would this be okay to joke about. Well, I mean, I I couldn't laugh at a 9-11 joke. You bet. And I think, yeah, in our lifetime, we never will. And so... But, and know, there's plenty of them out there. That's for damn sure, but, but which you know, is sad. But you know what? Someone told a joke at, in the office about NASA just okay. uh, today, uh-huh. and people were busting up laughing about it. About a NASA disaster, or and, just, yes, NASA yeah. disaster, shuttle, shuttle disaster jokes. You know, Ooh. and they're just laughing Ouch. about it at your workplace. At in my work, yeah, at my workplace. Well, we don't work on shuttle, but still, uh, but, but still, but, you're. Twenty feet from it, it's crazy. But, but the other part, though, is that people now start to hate NASA and blame NASA for the problems. Oh, and so yeah. there's even like this pejorative thing. So it's okay. It's like it's like making fun of the president, right? You can't, yeah. And you yeah, can do I it. Know. And we do it, even you know, right. no matter what. Yeah, it's, even ones we like, even especially ones we don't like. Yes, yeah. there's always fun to be made. You know, and and I think there's a good. Teasing isn't always bad, but making a pointed bad joke is just, I don't know. And, and I agree. It, it completely, it was in bad taste and at, bad, and at a bad moment in time when people are hurting the most. is not, right. You don't kick people when they're down. No, exactly. You need to be a little more sensitive to that. So, so. well, speaking of somebody who's down and getting kicked... Okay. Talk about Charlie Sheen. Sure, let's uh, let's talk. We are only giving him a few minutes of our podcast time. Well, when you were talking about how can they replace the duck, you know, yeah. um, and and now are they going to have like the two Darren situation from Bewitched? Are they going to take him out of that show and put somebody else in? What's going to happen there? Who's the new Charlie Sheen guy? Oh, I, I, you know, here's the funny thing: I never watched the show. And so I could really give a damn less. Yeah, I, I don't care. And I would watch it. I would be sure to not watch it again if I had been a fan, just because of all his insanity. Um, it, it, but, you know, he just doesn't like I could follow him on Twitter, but I don't. I don't either. I know I it, didn't either. But I was impressed with his, you know, one million followers in 25 hours. It's pretty it's pretty impressive. That shows you the, the reach that that medium has. You know I mean, what, won a Guinness World Record for it. You, you so. know what really should impress you about it is the fact that we realize that not that many people in the real big scheme of things have Twitter accounts. Right. So these are all kind of techie people following True. him on Twitter. Really. True. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people who follow on Twitter who are not big techies. But I, let me put it in this perspective. At my work, I would say – now, most people have a smartphone. A lot of them have iPhones. Right. I would say I am the only one in my whole building that I'm aware of that has an actively used Twitter account. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to look at my group of friends. Mm-hmm. And outside of my tech and inner circle friends, yeah. nobody's got a Twitter account. I, or nobody talks about it anyway. <laughs> and, and, they, and the ones that do probably do it because of you. Correct. I think I've gotten a few people onto Twitter. But, yes. But, but they really, they kind of communicate with you. They look at your retweets, but that's it. It's not. Right. That, yeah. So uh, I, that's why I'm saying like Charlie Sheen. Yeah, you've got a million followers, but how many of those are, you know, they could be all spam bots for all we know. Just That's true. You know, that's yeah. true. <laughs> you know? I'm sure it's a lot of entertainment news industry people that are trying to just, you know, keep on top of what it is he's going to do or say next. And I get that. Well, yeah. And I, but you know what? 
I figure someone will retweet him and I'll just see it when it shows up. That's what I figure is that. Yeah. And I I love to follow quirky people on, on Twitter. I have a new favorite person that I follow. Um, He's comedian, Mr. Dave Hill. Oh, I think I I just saw a retweet from him. I always retweet his stuff. He was the Ides of March guy yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I just love funny little avant-garde, strange tweets like that. So I, I definitely like, I like the quirky tweets, but I can't get into Charlie. I just, I can't indulge that. It, well, that's the whole thing. I'm not going to – it's like I wouldn't follow Lindsay Lohan. I wouldn't – Right. I, I don't want to – A Kardashian. I oh, dear. I don't want to follow people who I think are toxic. Right. Because oh, – that's an interesting question. Okay. Huh? At, at least uh, p- real people who I think are m- making good off of – because I'm right. – my eyes are kind of like money for them. Mm-hmm. So screw them. They don't get to make money off of me. Not in that You're right. Way. You're right. I'm not You're right. giving them the biz. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. Good point. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I try not to follow toxic people either. I, now that I'm thinking through my head of who I do follow. But, so, but yeah. I, but I do follow Lord Voldemort, Cobra yes. Commander. Cobra Commander is my d- favorite. <laughs> goddamn Batman. Uh, and your Betty F and White. I like her. Oh, too. yes. And Betty fucking her. White. Yes. Right. <laughs> Actually, you know how that yes. happened was was I got followed by her. Oh, really? And then I was like, well, I got follow- being followed by Betty fucking White. So right. <laughs> and that's been great. Funny. So and yeah. So anyways, that's enough of uh, of him. I hope he uh, learns his lesson and falls off the radar and goes into rehab and. I don't think he's going to. I, I should have put him on my Deadpool because he is – I don't think he's long for this world. Well, that would be – you know that what you know what? We missed out. We should go on Celebrity Rehab and stick every single one of those people on. <laughs> those people in there. <laughs> one of them's already dead. Uh, the guy from uh, Alice in Chains? Yeah, or what was yeah, yeah. Alice in Chains. Yeah. He's, he's only like 40 – he was 45 or something like that. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Crazy. Oh, deed. I'm like thinking, yeah, man. and what's his name? Nate Dog died today. Yeah, but that wasn't an OD, as I understand so far. Well, what? Did, how did he die? I haven't heard. Uh, it was like a heart attack or something. It was a very at 41. Thing. It was freaky. How do, you have, how do you have a heart attack at 41 if there's not some chemical alteration? I, really? I don't think he was morbidly obese, was he? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, I will tell you some, one thing. This is this is kind of breaking news. Oh, <laughs> Talk, that's it. Going back on to some shuttle stuff. Uh-huh. Uh there a shuttle worker uh was killed at the pad a couple okay. days ago. Okay. And the news is reporting it as an accident, but but uh I understand that it's probably a suicide. So, oh no. So, but uh we'll find out more. There, the wow, that's too bad. Underway. So, but that's well, what that the, that's the belief, suicide. Jeez. And it's because people are losing their jobs left and right out here. I was going to say, is it one of those deals where was he going to get laid off, or do you know? Uh, yeah, he was eventually going to get laid off. Yeah. Oh, gosh darn it. Huh. Did you read the article in Wired Magazine a couple weeks ago about the, the plant in China that makes all the iPhones and iPods, and they've had, I think it was 17 suicides this year alone from this plant? Uh, you know, I've heard that over time. This has been going on. That's not the first. I mean, this, right. this has been reported over and over that they've had these problems. So, yeah, I've heard about it. So, I, I mean, does that bring any compunction to you? Or no, I mean, it's hard to really understand it if we don't know if it's all true. Well, but yeah, well, here's the thing: um, we live in American society, which is we have a different kind of work 
environment ethical weird thing going on. I happen to know that that particular plant paid by Apple is some of the most best wages for people in that re excuse me, in that region that do that kind of work. So they make the 15 cents a day instead of the 10. Yes, they are definitely uh, up on the, uh, the wage, which makes you feel bad or makes me feel bad. I, you know, well, I I, I mean, you know what? Uh, I think that you, I don't really know, I, and maybe that's the bad thing, is I don't know. I I expect that Apple, that I pay a premium price for a premium product, and right. that I expect them to ensure that the people who build their stuff, even overseas, are able to have a standard of living that's reasonable. Right. Um, but I don't think that's always the case. Uh, I think you're right. But we, yeah. But we but do. it doesn't stop me from buying my Apple products, and it doesn't stop me from buying my Nike shoes. Because I'm the ugly American that way, and I get that. But well, but you know what? That starting to bother me a little bit. You know what? Uh, Our 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 digital devices are one thing, but you know what? There is so much stuff that's made over there in little factories by probably sweatshops. Whether it's this stupid pen in my hand, or you know, some box that was assembled over there, a bunch of all of our our clothes that we wear. I mean, it's everything. You're right. You're right. I know we can nitpick all that stuff and and have to be naked and, and toyless because we would have no ability to have any electronic devices if we considered it. I'm totally okay with bringing all that stuff back to the United States and let's just go ahead and put the factories Make here. it here? Make it yeah, here. wouldn't that be nice? You know? Yeah, I don't think they can pay people 15 cents a day here. I know they'd like to try. Yeah, but, so. but you know what? No, th- here's the, what the real problem is, <laughs> in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's corporate greed. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They they would have to pay a living wage, and that's not what's going to happen. Uh, no, it, it's the it's the profit margins that they want to make. Right. If if a com- right. if a company is willing to say, you know what, we don't need to make uh, a thousand percent profit on everything we sell. Right. We we'll be okay with a twenty percent markup margin on cost, and we'll mm-hmm. make money, and we will employ Americans. Guess what? They'll be doing just fine. Yeah, and they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. No, right. Absolutely. They don't because want to do it's that. all about making the most money that you can make. And I get it. That's why we live in the global you know, economy now. Because on Wall Street, the, what, what matters is the CEO's their, his job or her job is to get the price of that stock as high as it possibly can. They can. Get. That's all they do. That is, so. That's the CEO's job. The CEO's job yep. is not to manufacture widgets. It's not a job to solder. I mean, we, right. love, we love undercover boss, but I mean – Yes, exactly. And every single one of those shows just goes to show you how out of touch the the upper management folks are with what's really happening. In that regard, the show is actually good. I like it. But oh yeah, I I would love to see CEO of my company do that. That'd be be great. See him on the line. (laughs) Yes, wouldn't that be fun? That would be yeah. Would be great. Be interesting. That's for the share. Yeah. Um, okay, so we uh, I think we hit some really cool stuff there. Let's see, what else we were going to talk about a little bit about clutter? Is that right? Well, okay, so I heard this term. I've actually heard it before, but just resurfaced again. Somebody wanted to, to declare email bankruptcy, where they had so much email, most of it read, a lot of it not answered, not responded to, like thousands of emails. And if they just deleted them all... Yeah. And sent a note to every person in their contact list saying, look, if you've sent something to me in the last six months, I no longer have it. 
And if I didn't apologize, if I didn't respond, I apologize. If you need to retouch basically, please do. Of course, they got hardly any response because whatever it was that was sent really probably didn't need to be addressed anyway. And so they were able to alleviate themselves of all this inbox clutter and all the guilt of not having responded to everything with this email bankruptcy. And I thought that's just a fascinating idea. Do you have that many emails from people that you have like hot action going, oh my gosh, I need to respond? Not currently, but in the last job that I had, I sure did. And I think, and I think, cause you can only manage so much at a time. And if you get a hundred emails or more a day, which I used to average in a job previous to this one, like, then yes. Like real, from, like, like, like personal to you, not just like junk crap. Well, not personal to me in that there was a task that I needed to do associated with it or information I needed to get back to them with it. And so that was always a constant source of stress of, I haven't gotten back to them. I haven't gotten back to them. I don't have that information. And so then you send multiple emails saying, I don't have what you need. I don't, you know, so it just creates this vicious cycle of never getting anything done. Hmm. And a couple weeks ago, someone gave a little presentation about, you know, we should, if you can, should handle your email every day at one time, essentially, if you can even be that luxurious about it, but maybe you've separated a couple times during the day where you finish everything that you're supposed to and you file everything where it goes and all of that. Do you do that? Do you keep it all separate or is it all in one big inbox? Because mine was all big, one big inbox. Well, you know, Google has ruined me and I'm bringing up my email here on my iDevice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what I do is I just go to the big inbox and I see what's new and I look at every email that I've got. And, uh-huh. And I and I just go look and I and to be honest with you here I'm just going to go through a little emails here. Okay. And, and just to give you some idea. I got a Pizza Hut, well hold on. P, uh, a Pizza Hut email, a uh-huh. New York Times email, uh, uh I, I here's a personal one that's uh, uh, it but there's really no action required. It's uh, uh one of the gals I play words with friends with showing me wh- what her screen looks like because we had a bad a game that got corrupted. So she okay. wanted to Yeah, it sucks because she, she was kicking my ass and she it, it ended the game prematurely. Aww. And, I, you know, and now I can go, I was going to beat you. you know, right, exactly. Yeah. That's the best thing. Yeah. Oh, how can I corrupt the game that I'm playing with you right I, now because you're beating me? <laughs> <laughs> Here's one from United, Jockey, uh, you know, the underwear company, Classmates.com, Vistaprint. Uh, here's some alumni thing from my college, Cafe Press. Um Bright House Network, Smart Scrub, Target.com, Huffington Post, uh, Find My iPhone, because I did, play, did something on there, Buy.com, Sidestep, uh, IFC, Organic Valley, Hewlett Packard, BJ's. Uh, here's one from my aunt, from a real person. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, Barnes & Noble, LinkedIn, Truth Dig, Living Social, Groupon, blah, 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 blah. And the list goes on, and I got junk. It's all it is is crap. So yeah. you know what? So, I don't even look at it. I just look at the to see what it says in the summary, and I usually just kind of move on and just okay, well, great. So in the course of a day, if I get two or three per- personal action emails, I'll be surprised, even at work. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like I get a lot of me too emails where somebody replies all that I didn't necessarily need to be on. So that I, you know, I'm getting better about just deleting it though. I still have emails from friends and from people from four years ago uh, planning a dinner party on a Saturday night or something. Uh, oh, but you know what? You see, and here's the thing for me. If it's a personal email, 
Yeah. I want to keep it forever. So you don't get rid of anything, right? I I, I want your personal emails forever. <laughs> and I don't need right. to keep a Pizza Hut email. But if it's an email from a friend, I, hell yeah. It's electronic. Why do I care to get rid of that? I don't know, but still, doesn't it bug you to see 4,000 things in your inbox? Well, you know, on my Mac, because I have a Mac, mm-hmm. I, and, and you can do this on your PC, too. You, you Take your stat. Well, I do Gmail, so you, right. do, which is on, online, but you can actually sync it with a, an offline email program. And I go through there every once in a while, and I just go and I grab a chunk of emails, and I sort it by who they're from. So I'll grab mm-hmm. all the Pizza Hut emails and go, you know, it do shift click and yes. go down and I'll delete every Pizza Hut email and then I'll go down and everything that's junk, I'll find it all and I'll just. And then you just get rid of it that I, way. I just get rid of it all. I mean, I and probably it's probably should, thousands at a time. I mean, I've done that before too. I, I mean, I probably should create a filter so that it automatically moves all this stuff into its own separate spot so I can just quickly delete junk like that because it's right. pretty consistent i know that i'm every day i get the same you know 10 pieces of junk email from the same junk email senders right yeah. right exactly yeah. regardless of if you ask to unsubscribe or whatever too sometimes i still get stuff from people so yeah yeah so, so that's that's what my thought is is that personal emails though i want to keep forever because i think you know unless it's like you know something that you don't want to you know keep yeah maybe that's just it maybe i just need to figure out that it's okay to keep it like i keep i keep greeting cards occasionally or stuff like that so why wouldn't i keep yeah all this other stuff i have greeting cards here and greeting cards that take up room and space and don't need to be kept and all of that so yeah yeah yeah. see i got see i got this greeting card here oh nice yeah see (laughs) keep them all I have, yeah. I've got greeting cards from all over. Let's see. I think I have some other ones here ah, in my drawer. Oh, look at that one there. There's one there. See? Oh, see, it's good because it, cards are it's tangible and you can feel it and you right. print it and somebody wrote on it, uh-huh. right? Right. Yeah. See, I, I keep this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't just go, oh, that was nice in the trash. Nice toss. You know? I know people yeah. that do that, though. They, they... I, and I have to purge things because I can't keep every art thing oh. that my kids do and all that stuff and I feel a little bit bad about it but sometimes you have to get rid of it well, you, otherwise you yeah. just have too much clutter well so and, and that there's a difference but online I feel that there's no on, online clutter as long as you can sort it because it's still contained in the computer so it yeah. really doesn't matter and with, and with okay and with Google having it in the cloud I can search for stuff right I right just type in a couple of keywords and bam I got my emails I'm looking for so you have what you need. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm looking at my inbox right now on my Outlook. Yeah. And, and I have 568 unread emails. Wow. And, and 3,999 emails total. Yeah. And that, those numbers bother me. I want to just take the whole thing and empty it and be done with it. Okay. Well, hold on because <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you how many emails are currently in my email basket. Okay. Uh, in my inbox. Just mm-hmm. in my inbox, I have 26,207 emails. I just got another one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 26,000? 26,000 oh emails. Well, you're patty popular. No, it's all crap. <laughs> it's all Pizza Hut. It's crap. all Pizza yeah. Hut. Yeah, 26,000 <laughs> Pizza Hut emails. 
it's just a uh, lot of pepperoni right there. <laughs> it's I, I just ignore crap. That's my problem is I just ignore right. it. You know? Right. But I'm trying at the end of every day now to go through and purge. So Well, you're doing you're doing great if you can. And I've tried to do it. Uh, and the and the joke is if I purge it from the laptop, it doesn't purge it from the iPad though on mine because what? I'm not using two different I'm using two different things. Oh, I told you. Go to IMAP and use Darn. And I told you what to do, and it would have solved this problem. I'm trying to help. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to have a refresher course on that because I, I don't remember how to do that. And it, and it only removes it from my Outlook, not from my yes, that's, iPad. So, all that, right. We'll have an offline conversation. Okay. So, and if you would like a, uh, some assistance in managing your email, <laughs> setting up IMAP. Call you know, Judd. Call, He'll help you Call out. me. I'll help you out. <laughs> so, all um, right. So I guess bottom line is I'm going to keep stuff I don't need, but it, it's still going to bother me. Yeah. I understand. Oh, wow. So, I, you know what? We do have, I think, another really international topic to talk about. Oh, what's going to go on? Um, uh, some, some dude over there in a country called Libya. Yes. But we did not really talk too much about that at all. That kind of happened over the last two weeks. Well, and have, you know what? I feel bad because all I've heard is earthquake disaster news. What's going on there? I don't even know. You know, I had a friend at work. He said, you know what? This is now that's the perfect time to take him out because everyone's so concentrated on so many other news stories. Um, he's an, an easy target. Who's going to know? They're like, Mo Markadoffi disappeared yesterday. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, who's going to know? Found and it. who's going to care for that matter? Well, and that's yeah. it. It's just gone on so long. So. Well, and the gas stuff is really being problematic, but yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I'm sure it's been discussed, right? Why not? I've, well, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm sure that certain elements within the, this administration have talked about it, but I don't believe our uh, president has talked about that himself. Okay. Right. You know, I mean, there's think tanks and they go through this process of doing that. What would happen if he was gone and how would that turn out? And yeah. 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 I'd be curious to see. Hmm. But, um, I don't, you yeah. Know. And it seems like it's obviously more violent and problematic than the issue in Egypt was, which was still pretty ugly. So I don't know how that solution are the, are the, rebellious folks in Tripoli yet or has he been able to hold them off mm, yeah uh he has held them off so i don't, right. I don't know what's going to happen i think uh the jury is out currently huh. we, we do not know man yeah that's too bad well we we'll talk about that next week when and i can be a little more well read about it because i'm not <laughs> oh, you're not missing a whole lot no i mean there's a bunch more news going on here uh, interesting news. Uh, I'm looking at the cheat sheet from the Daily Beast, which is now yes. part of the uh, uh, Newsweek group. But I, I read everything. I, that's, they're just one of many. It says, like, here, here's some headlines. I'll just go over them real quick. That they think the Japan quake could cost $200 billion. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. They uh, said there were some windows shot at the GOP offices in Washington, D.C., Oh. Uh, in Japan, radiation was found on NBC News crew. Bummer. Uh, big uh, pedophile dr- uh, bust. World world's largest pedophile ring was busted. Seventy thousand people or something. Some crazy, wow. Cra- something Does it say crazy. where? What country? Um, 
well, let's see. It was a news conference held at The Hague. The network had 70,000 members with links to 30 countries and hid behind a legal online forum that operated out of the Netherlands. Wow. Um, it says, let's see here. It says, they've identified 670 suspects and 230 abused children. Hmm. Most, That's terrible. Uh, 120 of uh, one of them came from the UK. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's well, good that, that it got busted up. That's good. That is great. Um, yeah, there's just so much stuff going on. I just, you know, there. I know. Maybe it's like an information overload. It's like I can't process it all in my brain. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I was actually looking for, and I finished a book this week because I decided I can't watch TV at night because it's too stressful. <laughs> so yeah, oh, really? <laughs> it made me actually read at night, which is unusual. So. So now I got to find a new book to read. What are you reading these days? Anything good? I, I need to finish reading the two books I have, which is oh. Wicked and one of the Suki Stackhouse novels from the True right. Blood series. And I, you know, I, I've got to do that before I move on to something else. <laughs> now, when you get a book that you've kind of stalled in the middle of, and this has happened to me before, do you feel like it's more like homework to try to do it, or do you still want to finish it? I, I want to finish it. it. It's not so much homework. It's just that I've, I'm I'm like the dog from Up. You know, okay. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah, easily distracted from uh, yeah, stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's just what's going on. It's not that I don't want to. I mean, I can spend time reading all this other stuff. It's just right. like it's like as soon as I get down with the book, it's like, oh, hey, I can go on the internet. I can go check right. this. Especially I'll do doing that. it on the on the iPad oh, e-reader yeah. thing. It's like, oh well, I'll just click over to this, or I'll just read the Twitter feed because I can get informed and have fun with that, and I don't have to invest in this book, which may be emotional or it may be mm-hmm. a little bit boring or whatever it's going to be. So, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Let's see. I got to come oh. up with something. Oh, we were going to talk about the iPad too as well. Right. That's right. We'll, we'll end on this topic, I think. All right. This is good. So, uh, the iPad two, particularly a great device has some great features Has a, has a camera, two cameras, has two cameras has it's speedy as could be you right. you could have Verizon for your data built in if you wanted uh let's see what other great things could you have uh, but that's it yeah that's it's it. not that much better it's not huge huger battery life our battery life no, is it's still the working. same same battery life oh it's a thinner it's a thinner thing that okay and you know what's interesting about it is, and I'm not just saying this, mm-hmm. but I have my phone for pictures and taking pictures and emailing them, et cetera. I don't know that I would use the iPad as a camera. I would probably use it to, to eye chat with people. Yes. But I don't know that I would use it as a camera. Like when I go to Disneyland for the day, I'm not going to whip that out of my pocket. No. So I'm still content with what I have because I know that the use for that camera, I can... I have other devices I can use as easily. You will never take a device this big with you go, hey, I got a camera with me. Right, exactly. (laughs) Smile for the camera. It's not going to happen. It is not happening. But for the quick, you know, hey, I'm reading this book or whatever, picture and send it, email it. Yeah, I can see how that would be fun. But, you know, for the rest of it, I'm I'm okay with it. And since fast and speed, to me, I think the fact that we get – the information that we get at the speed we get it is already amazingly fast. So I don't get impressed by even faster fast. Well, the thing about the speed, 
really comes down to the different kinds of data you can process. Because on the new one, you can do this movie editing, video editing. Oh, okay, okay. Which, which is kind of cool. All right, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yes. But I wouldn't, that's not a big deal breaker for me because I do it on my computer anyways. I was going to say, since I'm not doing that, I guess, I guess I'm still okay with it not yeah. being on my iPad 1. I, I believe that for the majority of people who bought the first iPad, there's really no reason to go, I got to have the latest one. Right, exactly. Because the latest software runs on this. I mean, everything it does, it's just, it's fine. It really is. I'm not running out to go get a new one. Right. And I think the beauty of this is I'll have this one. I'll have it for a couple more years. I'll probably pass it down to one of my kids and then I'll get the new one. <laughs> but the new one that you get in, let's say, let's say that you get one in a couple of years or, yeah. which let's say it's next year, even who knows, right. you know, but it probably will be 4G capable. Right. You know, which means right. it's going to be super fast. Right. It's going to be uh, thin. And, and there's so much more other things coming out. Like they're talking about, you know, a seven or eight inch version right. of it, which may have some advantages that this doesn't have or who knows. I mean, there's just yeah. so much in the space of tech that right. that to go from six months ago, oh, I got to get the next thing. Really, and especially if it's not an incremental, complete uh, paradigm shift. Right. Doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter, right? No, so I'm, no. I'm sticking with what I got. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the phone, for you to get an iPhone, yes, that's that'd be great. But Maybe that'll be my compromise is I'll wait begrudgingly to get the iPhone 5, and I'll just stick with my old iPad. They said it's coming out at, by the end of June. Nice. That's, that's the rumor that I've heard, latest rumor, and what was said was Phil Schiller, who's the one of the board members, high mucky mucks is like the CIO or whatever. Right. For Apple. He, he said that the iPhone five would be available by the end of spring. Oh, okay. Which June is considered the end of spring as I okay. understand it. All right. So, well, we'll see that cool. was, that was reported at Mac OS Ken. Which I one of my podcasts I listen to that you listen to, right? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, you know what? Have you listened to any other podcasts lately? Is there anyone? You know what? I've been out of the podcast loop. The last two weeks have just been insanity for me. So yeah. I have listened to none of my normal shows. I've listened to nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have no. I have no information. Wow, I've been listening <laughs> to some great podcasts. Some some good one hour podcasts. Like what? Like whom? Like whom? I you know, uh, Intelligent Squared has a good podcast that they okay. just did. Also, Radio Labs podcast came out recently, and man, that was so so good. Those was were, it good? Yeah, if you you got to listen to Radio Lab. Radio Lab is the by far is my top pick every time for the number one podcast. Podcast. All right, I got to get that if, one. If you have again. not listened to Radio Lab, listen. I feel like I spend all my time in the car. I used to do it, nothing but listen to podcasts. Now I'm on the phone all the time, so I got to get back to my information. Yeah. Well, well, definitely keep listening to this podcast. That's right, because <laughs> we are back, baby. We are back, and we're going to be back in big, big time. We're going to be starting right. to probably start to advertise here soon. Oh, good. Yes. We'll get, wow. Yeah, we're going we're to get this thing rocking and rolling. Sounds good. I love it. All right. Well, I think that that covers a zillion topics today. I hope that you've uh, enjoyed our little time together. 
we will be speaking with you next week. I'll get this online tonight. Here it's Wednesday, so I'm committed now. Now you are. It's in stone now. You can't take it back. I can't take it back. I have to stay up, (laughs) even if I'm tired and I'm going to go shelter. So, (laughs) So, yeah. So for TJ Talks, I'm Judd. And I'm Teresa, and I'm telling Judd he should also go for a run while he's at it. Yeah, I should. All right. (laughs) We'll talk to you later. Talk to you later.